Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for the Mighty Main Street Business Show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. We're interviewing our resilient small business communities in Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah. These are the folks creating our jobs and driving Utah's market. They develop our main streets that support the vibrancy of our tourist economy and where we as locals also enjoy dining and shopping. This business program is underwritten by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and the Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela. Renee, thank you so much for joining me. I have Renee Wong with me, founder of Wild Woman Tribe. Renee, I'm so excited to talk to you about this. I went to your website, and it really has piqued my interest. I'm going to have to get involved. Just so that you know, I signed up, so now I'm part of the tribe. You guys are sending me emails, and I look forward to talking to you about this. How long ago did you start Wild Woman Tribe, Renee? Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this as well. Um, It seems like we're in this era, this time of renewed interest in self-growth and transformation and diving into ourselves. And so it feels like there's a lot of momentum around this sort of um, experience. Um, I started about three years ago, I'd like to say. Um, I was kind of going through my own personal identity crisis, I guess you could call it, Um, coming through as like a recently divorced mom and a career woman and really feeling like... I had neglected parts of myself that were true to me. Um, And so I really, it was something that kind of started quite organically. Um, I had gone on women's camping trips that I'd organized with girlfriends from different um, friends groups. And we'd gone down to Moab or we'd go over to St. George and bring our kids and pitch tents and really just have this fantastic time outdoors. And so the genesis of the group was me knowing that I really drew a lot of strength from my friend group, my my women, my tribe, but then also wanting to um, create something where women who didn't know each other could experience that and dive into topics that really matter, like identity or balance or how to create opportunities in your life. You know, topics that sometimes don't come up when we're in our book clubs or yoga groups or hiking groups. Renee, what's interesting about this is that your timing is, and I realize it was three years ago, but your timing right now is quite extraordinary because I, everyone I'm talking to, the people are just, they need this right now. And uh, and we're coming out of this pandemic and Utah will come out stronger than ever. Uh, and I think that Utah is also doing a wonderful job in getting the vaccinations out. And so I really see this recovery and, and something like Wild Woman Tribe really fitting into our recovery as we come out of COVID. I agree. I think there's like been some sort of consciousness switch that has flipped for people during this whole lockdown. I know that And that's like an allegory for going inside yourself as well. You know, we've been shut down, we've been closed inside, and I think 
that ugly emerge and it's springtime and, you know, things are starting to blossom and reopen figuratively and metaphorically is this time of um, expansion and stepping into transformation that people are really um, grabbing a hold of. Tell us about Wild Woman Tribe. I, when I went to the website, I saw all these different activities and wh- how people can sign up. How exactly does it work? If people go to your website, then what can they expect after that? Well, like you did, they can sign up for a newsletter and we'll send them um, updates on different excursions and retreats that we're pulling together. Um, each experience is grounded in the outdoors. So that's really the crux of the group. It's creating these transformational experiences where women can connect to each other in the outdoors. And we're so lucky to live in Utah where the outdoors is really like a daily part of life if we just step outside our door and kind of open our eyes. So um, we have these day experiences, I guess you could call them half-day experiences, called Wanders, where um, we partner with local coaches and fitness um, centers, uh, largely women-owned, as it turns out, and um, we create a thematic day. So our last one um, was surrounding the concept of sound and vibration and resonance. And so we partnered with a fitness studio up here in Park City that does Pilates and um, also a sound healer. And we went out on the trails and we took instruments and we kind of explored this whole concept of moving um using sound to move energy and to speak our voices. Uh, Then we went back to the studio, did a fitness class, and had um, a healing sound meditation as well. So these days tend to be multifaceted, and we go through a number of different experiences in a short period of time um, and always give the women time to process and talk and learn and share with each other. Um, And then we do these yearly, sometimes biannual camping retreats in Moab where it's two days. You get kind of a similar experience, but it's a much deeper dive. And for a lot of women, it's like a scary concept to go out in the wilderness and to pitch a tent and to camp and to be outside for 48 hours. Um, But it turns out to be a really beautiful, safe um, container to go through a lot of quick uh, rapid change and to plant the seeds for um, setting intentions for further change. So, Renee, how do you coax people out that are not used to camping and they are kind of freaked out about it? They don't have the right clothes or the right shoes, or uh, which means something. I mean, you've got to have warm clothing for the evening and you've got to have the right hiking shoes. How do you coach people out? It's a little process. You know, it's little by little. Sometimes I encourage them to come on a wander, which is five hours, you know, they can kind of get a sample of what the experience will be like. Um, And you're right, there's so many different layers of nervousness and anxiety that can come up beyond just, will I wear the right thing or will I know how to pitch a tent? I mean, I think a lot of our fears are there to protect us from things that might be uncomfortable, but then also things that might be like the tipping point for tremendous personal growth and change. And so it is this experience or this encouragement of like stepping into a little bit of discomfort and allowing yourself to challenge yourself beyond your comfort zone. Um, We do have tents and sleeping bags and things that we can either rent or loan to people. When we come together at the beginning of a camping retreat, you know, it's this like messy kind of chaotic, fun energy of like poles and you know, tent zippers and trying to get things set up, but it's an icebreaker and it really helps to elevate people's confidence knowing that they can move through something that's challenging and come out the other side and do it 
with laughter and with camaraderie. And you come out on stage, you're like, wow, I, I challenged myself to do something that I didn't think I could do. And now look at me, I, I did it. And that kind of sets you up for future successes. One of the things when I went to the website, I noticed that you had a really nice platform of testimonies of people saying, you know, this is what what it was like for me. And um, and I don't mean to hyper-focus on uh, this being a new adventure for some people and just the fact of signing up for it is stepping outside of your comfort zone. And then you take it up to camping outside and things that maybe you've uh, always had like brothers, fathers, uh, husbands to do for you. And all of a sudden you're doing it on your own. Do you have people that speak specifically to that of just that first step? is is a real growth experience. And so just signing up for that is a growth experience, and you've got plenty of people here to support you. Do you have that type of a conversation and or testimony so people can really embrace it a little bit more without so much fear? All the time. I mean, I have people contact me and say, you know, can I come to this by myself? Like, I've never done something like this by myself or for myself. And that's like the first step, I think, toward fostering self-growth and self-care. You know, self-care is like one of these buzzwords, I think, that has really emerged during the pandemic of like, hey, this is time to really take care of yourself. And that's one of the, I would say, the missions of this group. It's to really honor yourself first so that you can then take care of all the other multifaceted aspects of your life. So, yes, women come and they'll say, I'm not really like a women's group type person. You know, I don't really click with women or um, I can't come because I don't have another girlfriend to come with, you know, and I'll encourage them. I'll say, well, something has piqued your interest about this type of experience. And so, you know, maybe it's worth giving a shot. And more often than not, it's these women who will come to me after and say, I had no idea what I was missing or this really has like, lit a fire inside me to really pursue doing things that I want to do that I don't have to do with a buddy or with my husband or with a girlfriend. One of the coaches who I collaborate with quite a bit, Kristen Ulmer, who's a USSA um, Ski and Snowboard Hall of Famer, she coaches on fear and she's this incredible athlete who has dominated in a male-oriented sport. And one of the things that she said to me was, you know, I don't do women's gatherings. I don't do women's retreats, but I will do yours because there's something about the type of woman who comes, who is willing to challenge herself, who is curious, um, and who is not that she's unafraid, but she's willing to say, these are things that I want to work on and I want to do it in the company of other women who have those same inclinations or curiosities or um, interest in self-growth. Renee, this is fascinating. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be right back. I have Renee Wong with me, and she's the founder of Wild Woman Tribe. More on the other side. Renee, thank you so much. We'll be right back. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at kslnewsradio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. 
In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.